Hi everyone, it's Natangi. In this podcast, I share in a very informal, unpolished way some insights into the energies, the current energies unfolding, as well as some wisdom around the creative arts, the healing arts, and the yogic arts. I hope you enjoy listening. approaching the full moon in Pisces, which will be the day before the equinox. And so this Piscean energy is infiltrating our consciousness and will no doubt have an effect on how we serve the flow for the next couple of weeks. So as I tuned into any potential insights that might land regarding this full moon, I actually happened to be on the beach in the sand dunes. It was very windy. I was feeling very contemplative and the ocean was nearby. You know, it just came very spontaneously to me, the awareness of of feeling very individualized and localized. Being Being a human being in a body does not always come with a sense of liberation and freedom. We, as human beings, have developed egos and egoic identities that keep a certain sense of separateness or individuality in place. And so I saw the water, the ocean, and the water drops as being a metaphor for the individual consciousness in this body of vast superconsciousness, the ocean. And I do believe many mystics and sages and saints have used this metaphor of the drop being one with the ocean. It is true, and yet as human beings with egoic identities that have developed into a sense of self, we carry a certain sense of separateness from the totality from the unified field and the whole journey of spiritual awakening is one where we long for that freedom, the freedom and the liberation that comes with being one with the unified field, with unity consciousness. And there is a great paradox as always in truth. At times in life we may feel that we are held within this vaster, superconscious field of love, light, intelligence that has our best interests at heart. We feel supported, buoyant, upheld, abundant. And at other times, we are challenged by the limitations, the implications of what it means to be a separate human being with our own autonomy and decisions. We feel entrapped by circumstances. We can even feel imprisoned by our own thoughts. So how do we navigate ourselves with this? Well, the spiritual journey is all about reclaiming the freedom and liberation of the true self and casting off the limitations of the separate self, which are actually 
false. When I speak like this, I don't mean to just philosophize because I had my own very direct experience of feeling limited and a sense of feeling that human consciousness was a kind of imprisonment. And in this way too, I have heard many mystics and seers and psychics speak of this. Those who truly see and study and know consciousness are aware that on one level, in one dimension, there is an imprisonment of consciousness, what feels to be an entrapment. And there's also the quest for liberation, the quest for inner freedom that breaks us free of that. And so I am all about reclaiming my freedom and liberation and it hasn't been an easy path at all. In fact, it's been very much um, the road less traveled. But for the sincere seeker, Every step taken in this direction is supported by the divine, by the cosmos, a thousandfold. So Pisces energy relates to Neptune, Neptune the, the ocean, Neptune the god, the king of the ocean. So Piscean energy is very conducive to helping us bridge that gap from separation into unity, from separation into liberation, from duality into oneness, through surrender. And the spiritual journey is very much about surrendering, just like the water drop surrenders to the ocean. Simultaneously, it can feel very localized, within its water drop self. At the same time, it is one unified with this body of water. It is the ocean. And this whole journey of awakening and liberating consciousness to reclaim our true self is actually about transcending that, that boundary. You know, have you ever just had a water drop on your hand? It seemingly has a circumference, a boundary. And then when you immerse it in a body of water, it just becomes one with the, the larger field of water, miraculously. So this movement, the surrendering of the individual self or the separate self into the unified oneness, entails surrender and in a way a letting go of the individual separateness which actually calls for a death of some sort. So um, while I was on the beach as well I saw the seal and many seals wash up on the shore to actually to die. So I saw a seal swimming and then it landed on the beach and then I just kind of intuitively knew it was it was coming to die. Being at peace with that, just allowing that as a natural part of the cycle of existence. And also being aware recently of um yeah, my own surrendering to the to what death is and what death entails. 
At times recently, I even see, m see my soul separating from my body, not because I'm preparing to die physically, um, but it, it's, it's a way of making peace with existence. It's a way of seeing oneself from a different perspective. It's a way of recognizing that we are the eternality. We are eternal. It's part of the journey towards liberation, is that recognition of our eternal self. So this death process is something often we overlook. Death always precedes a rebirth. It's part of the greater cycle. And actually, even as a human being experiencing soul growth and shape-shifting and moving through life, I'm sure that you have experienced death cycles, cycles that come to completion before you transition into a new cycle of rebirth. This is natural, and yet we don't always honor the death cycle or the death part of it, the co bringing consciousness to the release, to the letting go, to, to bringing full completion to the old, recognizing the beauty of it, but also the impermanence of it, the transitory nature of existence. And so Pisces is actually the 12th sign of the zodiac. It's the last sign, the 12th house. And it is about this death, transfiguration, surrendering of the separateness into the oneness. The invitation for self-inquiry now is to ask ourselves what cycles are completing in our lives. Where are we ready to let go? Which karmas have played out and that we truly wish to bring completion to and surrender to the divine? Have we learned all the soul growth lessons from that cycle? And also, in that recognition, can we offer these to the divine? Another aspect of these Piscean energies induces a sense of the dreaming, the liminal, the imaginal. It's a very easeful, easy way to commune with the divine through meditation or shamanic journeying or prayer or devotional practices. This Piscean energy will assist us in moving through that membrane of the separateness and feeling at one feeling that vaster unified self. It is the vaster unified superconscious field that holds infinite intelligence, infinite creativity, infinite energy, infinite abundance. So it's a journey well worth taking. It's a journey well worth being conscious of. We can retrieve aspects of our divinity and bring them into our humanity, therefore expanding ourselves, awakening ourselves, enlightening 
the very core of our being. So how do we consciously work with these energies in a way that's relevant to being embodied? Well, being moved into creative expression, dancing, singing, music, art making, visioning, dreaming, writing, these are all very, very conducive at this time to facilitating the flow of energy. And while you're at this, know that you are channeling divine energy. It doesn't matter what the outward expression is. It doesn't matter what the discipline is, what medium you are using. You are a channel for divine energy. So allow this divine Shakti to awaken in you and move through you. It's the process. It's the journey. The end result will be what it will be, but don't be attached to the outcome. Stay close to the source, stay close to the heartbeat of this pulse moving through you and you'll find this such a healing, nourishing current. And that is also why art is a path to the divine. And that is why being an artist is a devotional practice, for it brings us really close, intimately aligned with source. It is a prayer, it is a communion with that greater intelligence. Any artist knows that in that process, in the journey of creating, there's something magical that unfolds. There's a momentum of channeling energy that is super nourishing. It takes one into the flow, that timelessness, that is like an eternal meditation. Time stops and there's just the eternal now. And in that place, also from that place arises all healing, all beauty, intimacy with the divine. And so artists have also always been known as the mystics, the shamans, the dreamers, the vision keepers, for these are all within this realm of the Piscean energy, uh, being a channel for divine energy, being an open conduit, a hollow bone, a presence for something greater to flow through and into expression, divine creativity, landing through the human instrument. And so at this time, I'm sure that you will find yourself more intuitive, more psychic, more clairvoyant or clairaudient. For these are all natural to all of us. And through the long journey process, practices of releasing the separateness that so-called belongs to us, we come into a direct revelation of our psychic gifts. This word clear comes from clear. It means to see clearly, to hear clearly, to know clearly. And how is that possible? It's possible when separateness dissolves, when the ego egoic boundaries have dissolved, when we are closely aligned with source, when we have released a lot a lot in our perceptions, when we have released a lot in our emotional body, 
where there is less obstruction, less obscurity, we're able to see and know and hear clearly. And so this full moon time will enable this in all of us. And this facilitates us to be co-creators with the divine. We're not just creators on our own, we're co-creators. We open ourselves to a vaster genius, intelligence, magic, wisdom, power, and allow that to flow through us. It requires a certain humility to get out of our own way and to attune to the higher wisdom, the higher divine energies that are ready and willing to flow through us, available to all of us, each one of us. If we just turn towards that, like sunflowers in a field, turning towards the sun, each one of us, if we open to that, have the opportunity to be infused with this sunlight, this cosmic radiance. Bring it through us, let it dream through us, and let it land in our creative expression. And that's where being an artist becomes a very nourishing, healing, fulfilling endeavor. It's not because we're doing anything, it's because we're suffused with divine energy that flows through us. With that, have a beautiful Piscean full moon. Allow the death to precede the rebirth. Everything in its own divine time. And pray if you feel like it. From an Advaita perspective, people say, well, who are you praying to? Yes, I know what you mean. Praying is a way of surrendering the separateness to something greater. It's a recognition that there is a vaster cosmic intelligence. And I found that to be very fulfilling to have that sense of communion, connectivity with something greater. Yes, we are praying to our very own selves. This Piscean energy is a call to recognize the paradox of our individuality alongside our universality. The ego doesn't naturally lean towards praying. It doesn't naturally lean towards turning to something greater. After all, the ego is great in and of itself. It requires a certain humility and sometimes suffering brings us to that door where we long for freedom, liberation, healing, awakening, where we long for support, assistance, help, rescue, anything, anything. Your work can be your prayer, your art can be your prayer, the way you walk can be your prayer. Mantra can be your prayer. There are many, many ways of praying. So in yoga, yani mudra, where we join the thumb and the index finger together, is the symbol of joining the small self to the large self. It is the 
yoking, the union of self with self. So one could say that this Piscean full moon is actually that, the joining of the self, the small S self with the large S self, yoking self with self. Thanks for tuning in. If you're interested, I publish uh, transmissions. They're more like shamanic oracle visionary transmissions. I publish this on the YouTube channel Shakti Soul Oracle. You can check this out. I'll leave a link in the description below as well as my website where you can find me. Thank you. Much love.